Hello and welcome to another episode of Fretman's Podcast. I am your host, Fretman. That's right. Welcome back to another episode with Fretman's Podcast. Thank you for uh, listening. Thank you for tuning in for another week of shenanigans. That's right. We just had St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day. Uh, yesterday, so uh, if you're listening today, that means it's Thursday. Well, anyways, uh, hopefully you're washing your hands, you're keeping safe, and you are keeping six feet away from everybody. And as you now know, uh, if you haven't bought toilet paper, uh, good luck trying to find that. I do want to give out a quick shout-out to uh, a co-worker of mine who re-retired. That's right, she retired once, came back, and retired again. I don't know what she was thinking, but unfortunately for her retirement, she did have a cruise lined up for herself. That's not going to work out for her, I guess. Um, she's uh, she's a uh, dockside now and uh, cruiseless, and uh, but it would have been a nice one to attend. Actually, it was a jazz fe- or jazz cruise. Um, so smooth jazz. That's right, folks. Nonetheless, I hope you're all washing your hands. Uh, don't have to remind you you guys are all adults unless you're under 18 please have your parents uh, signature that way you can listen to this podcast i might say a couple of bad words here and there i do apologize in advance but uh sometimes it does come out but please wash your hands matter of fact right now that you're holding your phone wash your hands and one more thing stop hoarding the damn toilet paper you know my kids are trying to get potty trained here and uh you hoarding all the toilet paper makes it very difficult for us Well, let me just tell you a quick story about uh, what happened around the beginning of the month. For those that don't know me uh, very well, personally, uh, from my past life, um, I used to do a lot of civil service uh, work. Um, You know, I I did it um, because it was a job that I always wanted to do growing up, and I had the opportunity to do it. And I did it for Los Angeles County, and I did that for about 11 years, and I'm very grateful for it, and I've had a lot of experience, and I learned a lot. But my job entitled helping people when they were at their lowest point in their life. People that have done things unspeakable that I will not mention on this broadcast or podcast. Um, But, you know, everybody goes through some kind of hardship, some kind of difficulty, and usually I'm the one that they're calling to assist or help or alleviate the issue or the problem. And towards the beginning of the month, um, I was part of a group of three of us on a train ride home when a passenger became very unruly. And by unruly meaning um, using slang words that you know, you wouldn't use in, in the year 2020, um, unless you're somewhere back east and you're married to your cousin. But uh, you don't see that that often now, I think. I think it's banned uh, in every state now. Well, anyways, this passenger became so unruly that we actually had to stop the train at uh, one of our local stations here, um, hit the emergency buzzard, open the emergency door and kick her off the train because the slang words the that she was using and then she was starting to become physical with the passenger that she was attacking became uh, overwhelming. 
And with my luck, of course, there was no law enforcement personnel around. Um, as a retired one, um, you know, you choose your battles. You picked when you want to get involved to that extent. Um, now that everybody's trying to sue each other, that makes it very difficult. So that was sometime in the middle of the week. That Friday, or towards the end of the week, I believe it was on Friday, uh, my wife, my kids, and I went to Costco, you know, like every other family does. This is before the whole uh, toilet paper uh, stocking up. No, this is just our regular Friday, you know, go to Costco, get hot dogs, and let's pick up a couple of things for the rest of the week or for the next two, three weeks or so. And, well, at Costco... I learned that my Costco membership card had expired. And like any musician, I don't pay for my card. Um, My family owns a business and their business, um, part of the membership of the business is if you have X amount of employees, you get free two free cards to uh, give to the VP or to give to uh, the CEO of the business and so forth. Well, to my surprise, and to make a long story short, uh, the bill never got paid, so therefore I was not able to purchase anything. However, karma does come around. A gentleman, um, I would say about mid-40s, 50s, and he's I'm hope I'm hoping he's listening to this episode because I really want to point out that I have never been on the receiving end of something. Usually I'm the person assisting someone, um, donating to someone or participating, volunteering, you know, fundraising for people. So for me to receive such a generous gift, was very shocking, very, um, I can't even think of the words now. Um, and I've had a couple of, you know, a week or so or days to think about it. And I'm still in shock. And I want to thank that good Samaritan that stepped up and said, you know what, you could use my uh, membership and you go ahead and purchase your stuff. And not only that, he actually paid it with his card, um, which I did pay it forward. Um, so music care received a nice uh, donation, uh, on his behalf. And the only thing I had, and you know, this is where the detective part of me comes in is I do have the receipt and I do have the membership ID number. So, um, please expect something in return, sir. I do appreciate it. My family, um, really appreciates it. And, and, you know, you stepped up without even hesitating. And I wish more people were as generous as you and I are, because this world would be a different place. And from the bottom of my heart and the bottom of my family's hearts and our family, thank you very much. And like I said, I'm still trying to comprehend how, why, where, what, when, and like I said, I've never been on the receiving end of something and and um you're gonna make me break the man rule here and uh not on my show, okay? <laughs> but um hopefully uh you get in contact, hopefully you listen to this episode. Please reach out. 
I would at least like to take you out to coffee to thank you. And by the way you were dressed, unfortunately, the law enforcement part of me still remembers all its small little details. You were wearing a smock uniform, so you are in some kind of medical field. Uh, your shoes that you had, so you're kind of into the surgery area or laboratory part. So if um, Costco doesn't comply with uh, trying to give me a, a name or where I can find you, uh, hopefully you reach out and we get together and at least enjoy coffee. Let me thank you for lending a hand when someone needed it. And like I said, it was uh, I'm still speechless and I can't believe what you did and you didn't hesitate and thank you very much from the bottom of my heart thank you now you wouldn't know this but uh, thanks to the miracle of uh, editing I took a little break there because uh, I needed to compose myself for this show yeah I, I um <clears throat> yeah yes I did lose it a little bit there but um like I said um uh words cannot express how I feel and how I felt because I'm sure the people that I've helped throughout my life have probably felt that way and I guess I got a taste of my own medicine now. I might start including um, events that are coming up around uh, Los Angeles area if you're in Southern California around Los Angeles I will start putting uh, events that uh, me and my family attend uh, for example the Cedar sinai brain tumor um run that they do at Doc Weiler every year. And that's also in memory of a close friend of mine that uh, we went to the academy together. And um, that's kind of a tradition that we do sometime in November. Um, we'll do the Shatterproof uh, 5K uh, in downtown LA. And that is to help uh, with people that are having suicide thoughts, have addictions. And it's a great organization that assists people that are in need um, we also have um, City of Hope. They always have a, a, a fun uh, 5K and fundraising that they do for the patients there at uh, City of Hope that are going through tough times. And uh, I mean, I, I can go on and on and on, but I think what I'll end up doing is, uh, you know, every episode I'll, I'll try to put something that's coming up uh, within a month or so or a couple of weeks before uh, um, it actually happens that way. Uh, see if we could get more listeners involved and, you know, get you guys outdoor walking and exercising and doing it all for a good cause. And um, that's just what we do as a family. And we love um, giving back to the community. Um, there's a lot to do that we can do as humans here. And, you know, it's one world and we all have to live together in harmony to make uh, beautiful music somehow. Um, but uh, I do want to thank everybody listening and staying, staying tuned my therapy session here with you guys. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, okay, let's change the pace and let's get something fun going here. As you are all aware, um, our nation, actually not even our nation, our world has been put to a halt. Um, I mean, it's, COVID-19 has definitely put a big dent on our financial um, markets, um, our communities, and also our daily lives. It's, um, it's a major event. It's not made up. It's real. People are being affected. Now, if you're thinking it's, uh, it's just a common flu, well, yeah, it is a flu. But 
there's more to it than just the flu. It's actually um, related to um, pneumonia in the lungs and how it triggers as being someone who has been exposed to pneumonia, um, uh, having lung issues uh, for um, being exposed to something out on duty. I do not recommend that. Um, if you've never had pneumonia, uh, if you've never had lung issues, um, and you try to breathe, you cannot breathe. Um, it felt like you ran a marathon and you're trying to recover from it. Um, it's, it's hard on your lungs. So for me, it means a lot. I might be in the mid to high, I wouldn't say high risk. I'm not that older in age, but I am considered a mid range risk. Um, so for me, it, it, it does hit home because I need to take care of my lungs. Um, I do use an inhaler. I do have adult um, asthma because of the incident I was involved in. And there is certain things that I do that will extricate me. I guess I'm trying to say it's like I run out of air. So it's rare to have a, I would consider myself a mid-30s, almost 40s. Uh, to receive pneumonia vaccines every year or every six months, I would say, um, besides your flu vaccine. So I am taking this serious because it can definitely affect me in a bad way. And then you will not hear my voice ever again. So um, please do take it serious um, or seriously. Um, there's a reason why all these concerts, uh, events, uh sporting events are being canceled and it is out there it is being exposed everybody is in the likelihood of getting it um the severity of it it just depends on your immune system and on your body now i do recommend that you uh, seek medical attention or you seek a medical professional for the better the best advice uh go to the cdc website uh visit uh any of the medical providers that will list uh, the symptoms and things you can do to prevent and help yourself and help your family, help your community, and, you know, help the world. Um, no matter how mad or upset you are in this world, you still, uh, we still breathe all the same air. So, you know, don't do it for yourself. Do it for your neighbor. You know, don't be selfish like um, you're being with the toilet paper. You know, you only need a couple of squares. Now that I brought up toilet paper, I understand that, you know, psychologically, when someone or something is triggered, you tend to adapt to something that you want to have control over. Why toilet paper, folks? Why? Um, you know, you, you could have done ladybugs or something. Nonetheless, if you are an artist or musician that... Uh, has a lot of free time on your hands, uh, go ahead and give me a buzz or send me an email, send me a DM, and we'll go ahead and schedule something, get you on this podcast so we can talk about whatever's on your mind, or you can play uh, something for uh, our listeners here. I'm sure the listeners will enjoy more listening to music than listening to me uh, have a therapy session here for free. So today's episode will be the rest of Winter Nam 2020 from Anaheim, California. That's all the interviews I conducted out there. I went ahead and uh, edited them, packaged them up nice and neat. Um, try to take the sound out as much as possible. 
Um, as you know, it's very loud when you attend NAM, National Merchants Association of Music Merchants. Oh, well, National Association of Music Merchants. There it is. Um, so it's very loud. Uh, just think about uh, going to Guitar Center that is at the Anaheim Convention Center, but uh, you have access to the best, the latest, and the greatest in the world. So sit back or keep on walking or continue working from uh, your home, working from your office, working from uh, wherever you may be. Please be careful. Listen to the road. Listen to the signals. Uh, be safe. Wash your hands and enjoy this episode. <laughs> Coming from the NAM floor, and we are at the RAD uh, distribution uh, booth, and we're actually talking to Golden Age uh, Project, which is also Golden Age Premier, and we have Seth from the company. Sure. So at this show, we are very proud to present for the first time the Golden Age Premier GA800G, uh, which is a very accurate reproduction of the classically, you know, designed and loved GA, uh, CA800G. So we tried to make it as true to the original as possible. Um, for the first time ever, you know, everyone else has, has taken some shortcuts around how to make uh, reproductions of it. We decided to go very true design and actually go ahead with the heat sinking on the, uh, the tube. We found that through a massive amount of research and testing that the heat sink actually helped keep distortion down, helped uh, get better sound out of the tube, and we found that it actually just helps the tube run optimally a lot better than, you know, a, a air around the tube, you know, hoping that the tube will stay, you know, cool. We found that an outside force actually helping the tube uh, dissipate heat works a lot better when it comes to tube op uh, operating optimally. So this has a custom designed capsule designed uh, to work uh, specifically for this microphone. It uses the heat sink. It uses uh, a very spe specific type of uh, PCB material designed for high frequency response. It has that fantastic uh, high-end and mid-range clarity that hip-hop and pop artists really love with the original. It ships with a Rycote shock mount, um, has an external power supply. It comes with two different polar patterns, Omni and Cardioid. And we are very proud of this uh, product. You know, we a lot of work was designed to reproducing the sound and the quality as much as possible. Uh, we're expecting it to be shipping uh, this quarter, and it'll be shipping at uh, thirty nine ninety nine. Wow, that's a good price, actually. Absolutely, and we couldn't be prouder of it. It's amazing. It does look, uh, you know, the the way it's capsulated. It, it looks really nice. It's they almost similar to the. DM1 or the, D, the D1 model, but uh, without, is, is it a side? Um, yeah, so, so it's, it's very different than the D1 in that the D1 is designed to be a super low noise, smooth microphone that's dynamic. Um, this microphone is kind of in the exact opposite direction in that this is an utmost clarity. So when it comes to if you have, you know, that ultra modern sounding podcast as opposed to a little bit more of a laid back sounding podcast, this microphone is kind of hard to beat. It just, it's really, it's like almost taking a blanket off the sound of the of another, you know, of, off a... Stop this. I'll um, 
do you want to do something for pre-73 premiere just because that's... that's I know that's bread and butter. Uh, yeah, yeah, we can do that. Sure. Unless you want me to just do the regular pre-73. You know what? That's on my list to buy. Okay. <laughs> that, 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 to that'll buy. be an easy one uh, yeah. to, to do a video on. Or, or audio. Audio. Okay, and you this have right here Golden the... Golden Age Project, not Golden Age Premiere. Okay. okay. But they're still the same company, right? Same company. Just think of one as the uh, the more entry-level brand and one's the more boutique brand. Ah, okay. All right. And then on, as the, far the, as... The uh, Pre-73 Mark III. The, the Pre-73 Mark III... Yep. What new features or? So it's it's not really a new item. It's just the bread and butter for a decade. You know, every like two, every uh, two or three years, we come up with a newer version of it. Okay. okay. So it's an upgraded version. Yeah. It's, so the the, the pre seventy three is the most current version of it. So what happens is every couple of years, you know, we'll look at it and say what could be better. You know, what could be improved. You know. Maybe, maybe people have been asking for certain features. We'll come up with a version. You know, sometimes we'll have a deluxe version. But what's really special at the Pre-73 that, you know, people have just loved is it just sounds great for the money. There's just nothing at its price point that really has that sound. You know, it's it was designed to be, an, you know, an homage as, as accurate as possible to the 1073, but designed, you know, to be as accessible, you know, to the most amount of people as possible. So we came out with the, the Pre-73 uh, about 10 years ago, to be honest. And what's really cool is it just, it kind of started the entire industry of affordability in the home studio. Before the Pre-73, the recording industry was kind of, you either had junk in your home or you had the big studios with nice equipment. The Pre-73 was kind of the industry's one of the first entries into how do you take the, the sound of a big studio and move it into the house? And then we're really proud of that. Like so much of our industry is now catering to that crowd that we were kind of the first ones to see, you know, a need for it and say, you know what, we can do that. We can make something that sounds like a big studio, but you know, is, is more, you know, format friendly, more budget friendly for a you know, home studio, for a project studio. And the pre-73, you know, we, it's the you know an unbelievable hit. Awesome, um, that's definitely on our list to up, upgrade our system at back on our studio. So yep. we'll definitely get that. And how about the Comp Two A and the Comp Three A? So the Comp Two A and Comp Three A are so after Golden Age excelled at making preamps. The next thing that they moved on to after EQs was compressors. The Comp Two A and Comp Three A are based off of the Two A and Three A circuit. Um, we use our own custom. Golden Age uh, T4B OptoCell, and they've really got that that amazing smoothing sound to them. The 2A has got this fantastic body and just glue that really helps, like a vocal track, just smoothing out. It, and it's just really fantastic for you know that that finished polished sound on uh, vocals. The Comp 3A, you know, we moved all the buttons on the back normally on the 3A style to to the front. Um, you know, once again, we use that custom uh, OptoCell that we designed. And it's really fantastic on vocals. I love it on bass. It's just a really fantastic solid state um, OptoCell compressor. Nice. Nice. That's awesome. We can't wait to try that out as well. Well, thank you, Seth. Thank you. So I do want to thank uh, Seth from uh, Golden Age Project, Golden Age Premiere. We are here, uh, huge users of the D2 uh, microphone from Golden Age Project. Um, um, it's probably one of the best microphones we've had and we've ever used here for the podcast. So I do want to thank them for the product and uh, and doing such a great job and 
actually uh, upgrading from what we have now. So up next, we have uh, Romero's creation. That's Pepe Romero Jr. Um, that's right. Uh, his dad is Pepe Romero Sr., the greatest uh, classical player on earth. And yes, I am going to put it out there. He's welcome anytime on this show. Matter of fact, let me play his music. Um, I did get some audio clips of him uh, practicing warming up and also playing with Daniel Ho, uh, eight-time Grammy winner of the ukulele. Um, let me play some audio so you get a sense of how magnificent this guitar player is. He's true, a truly a master and a craftsman at what he does. So enjoy the song that uh, they were playing together, Daniel Ho and Pepe Romero Sr. at the Cre uh, Romero's Creation uh, Guitar Booth at NAMM 2020. lucky to have my father, Pepe Romero Sr., Daniel Ho, playing some beautiful classical ukulele and classical guitar. Um, I hope you enjoy it. Daniel's on the Romero Creations Tiny Tenor, and my father's on the baritone six-string, which is a mini standard guitar. Thank you.
what an amazing performance by Pepe Romero Sr. and Daniel Ho at the Romero Creations. And now next, uh, we'll have the interview with Pepe Romero Jr. Uh, from uh, Romero Creations. And uh, he's going to give us a little uh, breakdown of all the new instruments and new guitars that they have or that he actually created. And uh, we'll enjoy this too. All right, we're here with uh, Pepe Romero Jr. and uh, Romero Creations, and uh, he's got a new line or new guitars, I believe. So we we have expanded our mini guitar lines, and we added a couple of steel strings this year that are 21 inch, but tuned standard tuning E to E. So you get a highly portable, but very high quality little guitar. Nice. Yeah, and uh, the steel string. One thing that I is very different than most other steel strings is it's uh, it's a reverse fan brace system similar to what I'm doing on everything else except beefed up for strength but I went away from the traditional X brace that you find on steel strings to really lighten up what's happening in front of the bridge to warm up the tone and improve sustain and when you shrink down to a 21 inch scale uh, you lose a lot of the tension so that you don't have to overbuild that instrument because just inherently going with such a short scale, uh, there's a lot less pull on the top. So now, being that you're shrinking it, you still do you still have a truss rod in there? Yes, I still have a truss rod, so you can make, you know, make your little adjustments, one way or the other. Um, but what what we're getting is more depth in the low end and uh, incredible sustain. And a lot of volume out of a small package. So is it safe to say it's almost like a three-quarter or it's totally different from the three-quarter family? Uh, it's different. I just call it a mini. It's uh, what would be a baritone ukulele scale, baritone guitar scale. Um, yeah, six-string. And those are uh, the new products that you have actually available out in uh, the market, correct? Yeah, we're launching it at NAMM. We're taking orders to, we're gauging the market and we'll be building a run for the orders we receive here at NAM. So turnaround's about four months. Another new product we have is the brand new, we call it Model X. It is, um, we're taking our existing designs but offering a, a higher grade premium flamed koa that is just gorgeous, the curl really pops, and then we put rear-mounted Goto tuners on it instead of the side-mounted tuners. So we upgrade the tuners, we upgrade the Koa, and uh, we're aiming that at, at the collector that just wants some really gorgeous Hawaiian Koa. And they are uh, an, eye, an eye candy, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Uh, they, are, they do uh, attract you really quick as soon as you see those. Oh, thank you. Yeah, so that Model X can be applied to our existing designs. So Tiny Tanner Model X, Grand Tanner, the concert, all, all of those are available in that trim now. Well, that's a beautiful line that you have, Pepe. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Incredible work. You've done a lot of uh, incredible workmanship here. I know it takes a long time to build just one guitar, and um, it's amazing what you've been doing. Well, thank you. I, it's, a, it's all passion-driven. I love what I'm doing, and it's fun to be here sharing it with everyone. I hope uh, the world of success to you. Yeah, thank right. you. Now, next, we have also guitars. Uh, they are custom-made guitars, uh, exclusively custom-order guitars 
out of uh, Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, got a chance to meet Jake uh, before the interview, and he had to run off to a meeting, but uh, we had uh, Shane, who uh, went over all the details with us, and uh, he's going to go ahead and explain what... And also with uh, the Homestead booth, we have uh, all sip um, guitars, they're homemade guitars. I have uh, Shane here, and it's also uh, Jake from uh, all sip guitars, and he's going to tell us a little bit about his guitars. How are you doing today, Shane? Great, doing fantastic. So tell us a little bit about your guitars here. Well, we're a small boutique builder out of Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, just a few guys uh, building, building guitars by hand, old school like uh, Leo Fender used to. So uh, if, if you order a guitar from us, you're going to talk to the guys actually building your guitar. Wow, and they're amazing. They are really amazing. you got some beautiful Thank color. You. Very, uh, there, there's one here in particular that really caught my eye when I was walking by your yes. booth. And it's this under pressure one. So what's the history behind that one? Okay, it's a it's a one of our Tejas S models uh, that we commissioned uh, artist Mike Learn, and he uh, he did a steampunk finish to it, added some LEDs, and, and we're working with uh, another uh, small company that builds uh, LED pickups, and uh, which I believe the name of their company is LED Pickups, uh, and uh, they're, they're they great sounding pickups, but they look very cool too. So now I I know yesterday when I swing by. I was talking to uh, Jake, and he was showing me a guitar, and he was showing me the back side of the guitar. And it's a, a unique format, the way you guys uh, router that out, so you can have everything else. Was that something that just trial and error, or just kind of came about? Uh, we, we do experiment a good bit with stuff, but uh, we uh, I think you're talking about the, the barnwood finish one, yeah. Um, we, yeah, we, we like the way that looked. Uh, but it's, you know, most barn wood that you would get probably wouldn't be great for a building guitar. So we figured out a way to apply that look, but still have the integrity of the of the good wood that we like to build guitars out of. Yeah, it's really nice. It's it's, it's amazing looking. I mean, I wish I could take that home right now. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah, I tell Jake all the time. I think I'm going to keep this one. <laughs> <laughs> Flip a coin for it, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, thank you, Shane uh, or Sean. Shane. Uh, Shane, uh, thank you for your time, and uh, we'll go ahead and uh, I'll put some pictures of your uh, products, your guitars, and some links there so uh, folks can actually uh, take a look and hopefully uh, increase your sales there. Fantastic. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you. Yeah, you want to take a picture of the back of that? I do apologize for the background noise. It was extremely noisy out in the area where uh, all uh, guitars were at. Um, so it made it very difficult to try to get a very clear audio. Um, and there's ton of people playing with guitar pedals out in that section. So I do apologize. And, uh, I'm trying my best here to try to filter out as much as possible, especially for our next guest that I have. Um, I was able to interview him out there at, uh, NAM, Winter NAM, and, uh, a little bit of history about them. They did share a booth uh, with uh, Allsip uh, Guitars, and this is Homestead Amplifiers. I spoke to Peter, president of Homestead Amplifiers. Um, if you're not familiar who Homestead Amplifiers are, you are in for a treat. Now, if uh, Stevie, Stevie Ray Vong, SRV, uh, 
sounds familiar to you, it's because that's that there's there's a connection there with home city guitars. Um, and Peter grew up with the legendary Caesar Diaz. That's correct. Caesar Diaz, a famous amplifier, uh, tech and uh, sound engineer. I will call him an engineer uh, of music because he it was incredible what he did to uh, amplifiers, to guitar pedals, and to the electronics of many, many great musicians. And Peter was there. Um, with him along the way as uh, as a close companion, a friend, um, as a mentor, a teacher, and they both did a lot of things together. And they actually learned electronics uh, together, uh, breaking down to uh, breaking down amps and uh, breaking down uh, radios. I, I imagine by uh, around that time, uh, um, with uh, his good friend Caesar Diaz. Uh, and like I said, uh, if you look up Caesar Diaz on Google and um, you'll see that he was an incredible um, electronics engineer that really changed the sound of music. And uh, so it, it was an honor and pleasure to finally meet Peter and got get to know uh, Homestead Amplifiers. And uh, they're actually um, on the big stage now. They're being uh, carried around everywhere that you could think of uh with uh, some very big uh, name acts. So uh, anyways, uh, enjoy this interview. And I do apologize for the background noise. Like I said, that area of the convention floor is very, very loud. So I try to filter it as much as possible, but uh, uh, some of it still seeps through. So uh, enjoy. Test, test, test. Testing one, two, testing. It's Ivan, right? It's Ivan, correct. And we're here with Peter from Homestead uh, Amplifiers. Peter, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Ivan. How about yourself? I'm doing great. So I what have kind a little of... bit of ear fatigue, but I'm doing well. Yeah, it is kind of loud out here on this side of the corner. Uh, but you have some amazing amps here that you want to uh, talk about a little bit. Yeah, please. Yeah, we, um, we're, de we're, we're Homestead Amplifiers, and um, basically we are... We, we are the new version of, of what was once Diaz amplifiers. Um, we've been doing this since since the late 70s. We've been homestead since 2014. Wow, and these are amazing. And then you have a combo and also a, a head top. Or a yep. Basically, what what we're what we're really known for is is where we're we're stadium equipment. We're we're really um, built for the road. And, and we're on we're on the stage of, of most of the really big jam players, so we're we're built for endurance and tone. Uh, and uh, and they're nice quality. They're very look good looking amps. Um, they are nice and bulky, so they are you know not to be carried around from gig to gig, but to be on the back of a, a semi being hauled around and you know in a whole case and all that. But uh, What's unique about the drive of these amplifiers? Basically, well, let, let me first let me start off with we we definitely do 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 some smaller combos um, for 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 most players. The the trend is really for people who are looking for smaller combos that they can easily take um, out out and work with. So these big half stacks and whatnot. Um, are probably inappropriate for, for the local bar. We're building 60-year-old technology here in the uh, 
in the 21st century. Everything we do is, is done exactly as it would have been done back in the 50s or even the 40s. It's all finger-jointed, um, knotty, knotty pine and uh, covered with Tolex. We build everything in-house. We drill the boards, we fill the boards, we use mercury magnetics, we spec out our speakers. And uh, what kind of tubes are you running on these? Basically, every, everything I do is, is pretty much in the 6L6 family. We, I personally, I kind of build for my own taste, and I, I don't find the uh, EL34 or 84 thing pleasurable. So pretty much everything we do is, is 6L6 based or in that family. We'll, we'll step out with the 6550 for some of the bigger stages. 6v6 and something, you know, a small bedroom, man. Wow, that's amazing. And uh, you do have a, a big assortment alignment of clients that use these out on the road a lot. And it's amazing that they are available to the public, yet a lot of people are not aware of it. And uh, it's easily accessible that they can just follow you online. We, we, we typically have always been factory direct. So we're here at NAM trying to change that. We're trying to get into the um, into the local music store, consumer. to the local yeah to, to the consumer market in the stores. Um, hopefully this will go well. Oh, hopefully, will. hopefully it does pick up and uh, more people check out Homestead uh, amplifiers. They are amazing. I do see the smaller amps that you have over there on that side. Oh, those, we, those. We, we have a 25 watt that, that we can't build quick enough. We do a 50. The 50s and 100s have half power switches on them. Oh, that, 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 that comes in very handy, especially for uh, us home uh, players. <laughs> exactly. And, and, and of course, anything with a master volume, you, you can tone it down. There's no need for attenuation and that kind of nonsense. Yes. yes. Well, thank you very much, Peter. We'll go ahead and I'm going to take some pictures of your products and put it up. Thank that you for having me. Oh, thank you. And up next on the show, we have... Oh, where am I? There I am. And yeah, up next, we have DSM and Humboldt uh, Electronics. These guys are, are amazing. So you can go to a big amplifier, double stack, uh, half stack, or something smaller like a, a combo amp like uh, the one that Homestead Amplifiers was showing us. Um, and nowadays, you can actually go down all the way to the size of an actual guitar pedal. That's right, a guitar pedal that produces Amplify sounds. And, and let me tell you, it's got all the DI connections you could think of with it. So the size of a pedal, it's an amplifier, and all the DI uh, connections that you connect out out into the front of house or uh yeah pretty much front of the house um and connect straight to the board and um i'll let uh, daniel and hano from or hano from uh, dsm humboldt uh, electronics explain uh, about the product but you know what let's uh let's break it up and let's uh let's have them uh, demonstrate it first and then we'll listen to the interview so uh enjoy
Testing, testing, testing. And we are here with DSM Humboldt Electronics, where they have a new uh, amplifier. It's a zero watt stereo guitar amplifier and DI built to it. We have Daniel, the CEO of the company, and we have Juno, Juno, Hano, Hano, also from the company. Um, how are you guys doing today? Oh, we are really fine. So we're so excited of being here at the NAMM Show 2020 show on the Simplifier with my associate and friend, Daniel. Hello, everyone. This is Daniel Schwab from CSM Noisemaker and DSM Humboldt. So can you explain a little bit about your uh, pedal? Okay, uh, we have developed the Simplifier together. It's a really interesting tool. So uh, you can go there, uh, direct to the front of house to have a truly analog tube amp sound, you know. It's, it has been really carefully designed to have the best tone, and you have a stereo output, so, and in a stereo effect loop, so you, you don't lose anything going direct. Wow, it is very compact. Uh, you have a lot of knobs, a lot of, uh, you know, you have a different stereo, uh, stereo cabinets, preamps, um, you know, the three uh, frequency, strip, mid, bass, uh, wow, what other features does it have? Oh, can you ask again the question? What other features really uh, stand out? Okay, and it have a lot of cool features. The first one and, and, and uh, one of the key features is it's that it features a, a true tone stack, like a real amp. It's just like a real amp the, in, the, in the AQ part and it features also a spread control that will allow you to have two different profiles for stereo imaging. That's it's so cool. Yeah, and it's very compact. This is probably the size of a small pedal, a regular size pedal, and it's an amplifier with a DI built into it. Uh, has preamps in it, and it's got an XLR output and input, or yeah. both left and right outputs. Two XLR output, two TRS output, so you can run directly to your amps bypassing the simplifier. And uh, in the preamp, we have three different amps that we are modeling. One is the AC30, other one is based on the Fender Deluxe River, and the other one is based on the Marshall Plexi. Well, that's incredible. It's a beautiful product you have there. Yeah, thank you very much, man. And I'm going to add some clips. We're going to get some clips, and we're going to add those onto uh, the podcast. That way they can listen to it, okay? Thank you, guys. Oh, thank you so much. Saludos desde Chile. Saludos de Chile también a todos. There you go. Adios, Chile. Well, that was a action-packed, uh, full episode um, that I have for you this week. I still got uh, one more episode, part B, or uh, second part of this, uh, uh, I guess, recap of Winter Nam 2020. And I will go ahead and I'll put that up uh, hopefully next week or in a couple of weeks from now, uh, depending when you listen to this. And um, that would be uh, Prodi, Prodi, Prodeep, um, Electronics, and also Runaway Audio. And um, on the Prodeep, um, I don't speak French and I cannot translate French for you so the best we could was have it in spanish i'm gonna have an interpreter um i haven't decided who to pick to get to interpret us the interview for us but i will play it in spanish and i'll probably have like a bonus 
uh, track that you could probably listen to it in in English. So uh, you'll have to listen to it in Spanish or just listen to the bonus track that I'll be adding. So I haven't decided how I'm going to do that, but I am going to add two more uh, episodes uh, recapping my incredible time at NAM Winter NAM 2020. And well, we'll certainly hope that uh, the summer NAM that is held in Nashville every year uh, continues, and hopefully, we get over this uh, COVID 19 uh, epidemic that is happening right now. And hopefully, we come up with a vaccine or something that would help um, the elderly, the young, and basically everybody in this planet to uh, basically beat this COVID 19 and uh, continue. Uh, living happily in harmony on, on this earth. Uh, but other than that, that's all I have for you today. I do want to thank you for listening to sticking around to the end of this episode. I did have fun and I hope you enjoyed it and, and listen to the amazing music that, uh, I was able to grab at winter now 2020. And, um, other than that, uh, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Don't forget to rate it. Uh, you can rate it whatever you like. I'm not picky about that. So other than that, continue sending me emails. Continue sending me DM messages at Fretman's blog or fretmanspodcast.com. And we will continue uh, putting out music, um, including next week. I believe we're also going to start doing uh, artist interviews that uh, I have lined up that I've been uh, recording outside of uh, or recording these um, interviews so we can now have some material for the next couple of months here. Um, With that, I do want to say, please stay safe. Please take care of yourself. Take care of your neighbor. Help the elderly. Um, They are very vulnerable right now, and especially when they have to go shopping to the store, there's nothing there for them. So please share, supporting all the stuff, all the supplies, all the food, Um, there's some people that don't get a chance to eat on a regular basis. So please help those in need. There is a lot of people right now who are down on their luck and please help them support them. Um, you know, even if you just give them a meal for that day, that can mean the world to them. So thank you. And, uh, we'll see you on the next episode. And, uh, with that, I'll leave you my friends.